from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells, brought to you by Blackbird Investments. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio, your weekly dose of news from the diocese and around the world, plus commentary on issues that give us angst, that cause us worry, that keep us awake at night. Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got some answers for you. I'm Jean Wells, and so, so blessed to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and also very grateful to Blackbird Investments for sponsoring Straight Talk. Doing what is challenging, because it is right, that's Blackbird Investments. When it comes to building real estate, they do look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird believes in giving buildings a new life. For more information, blackbirdinvest.com. On today's show, we're, we're talking about whether uh, those of us in the United States have, have really lost our moral compass um, there are so many things that are challenging us on a regular basis. And my guest is Deacon Mike Mano, attorney, deacon at St. Augustine, and host of Faith on Trial, returning to Iowa Catholic Radio on March 26th. So, you know, here's a little, here's my perspective on this. You know, it, it seems that the cart of our current problems is a, a rise in a new religion, secularism, um, which will be interesting discuss, to discuss since Webster's Dictionary <clears throat> excuse me, defines secularism <clears throat> as indifference to or rejection or exclusion of religion and religious considerations. You might say I looked up the wrong definition. Well, um, and should you Google secular religion, that's another whole thing. And it's defined as a communal belief system that often rejects or neglects the metaphysical aspects of the supernatural, commonly associated with traditional religion, and instead placing typical religious qualities in earthly entities. Among these systems, you might be saying, what is she talking about? Among uh, these kinds of systems characterized as secular religions, you can include capitalism, I might disagree with that, but some wouldn't. Communism, anarchism, fascism, nationalism, democracy, monarchism, conservatism, reactionism, liberalism, and transhumanism. And that's just to name a few on their very long list. Well, today we're talking about the practical implications of some of these items, like the lack of respect for life and the recent court case heard by SCOTUS, by the Supreme Court of the United States rise of transgenderism and the implication for society and the increase in euthanasia. Again, that lack of respect for human life. So have we lost all sense of morality in the U.S. by embracing this secular religion? We're going to talk about that. But first, we have some events to look at. The next Man Up West Power Lunch is this Friday, March 13th, and it is at St. Francis of Assisi. Father P.J. McManus, who you just heard on Be Not Afraid, will discuss the power of mercy. The divine mercy is a way of life, not just a once a year holy day or a chaplet offered at 3 p.m. 
Father PJ will challenge and inspire you to accept God's mercy and be men of mercy. And it's Friday, so cheese and veggie pizza will be provided for lunch. You need to register, iowacatholicradio.com. Also, the Man Up Dinner is March 23rd at St. Boniface Parish in Waukee. Uh, Blake Clark, ISU football player and former Dowling quarterback, will discuss living the Catholic faith as a college student and athlete with Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Always rosary at 520, holy mass at 545, with fellowship and dinner and program to follow at 630. And for those of you who got your clubs out this past weekend and you're like, ah, I loved golfing, you can sign up now for the Iowa Catholic Radio Golf Outing, June 12th, 8 a.m. Start at Blank Golf Course uh, here in Des Moines. Again, you know where to register, iowacatholicradio.com. A couple of pieces of uh, news that I find found interesting. Pope Francis's daily morning mass offered in the chapel of Casa Santa Marta, the Vatican guest house where he actually lives, is now is being live streamed this week. So people from around the world may join him in prayer for those who are sick with the coronavirus. Normally, this daily mass is available for broadcast through through this week, but this time it's available via the Vatican media website and on YouTube. So you can actually join Pope Francis live for mass on YouTube. You have to get up at oh dark thirty, but hey, that's okay. Uh, in the U.S., uh, as of last night, there were 550 diagnosed cases of the coronavirus in the United, United States. But, you know, please keep in mind the importance of your own self-care. In particular, hand washing long enough to pray the Our Father. How's that for a, a goal? If you don't feel well, it's always important to stay home. Please use common sense. Yes, this is another virus that we are you know, being bombarded with by the media. It's, um, the flu has taken way more lives than the coronavirus has. But again, if we use common sense, folks, please wash your hands. I'm always a little grossed out when I go to a public restroom and someone else leaves the stall next to me and they just walk out the door. Like, really, please, please wash your hands. When we come back from break, I'll be visiting with Deacon Mike Mano, attorney, deacon at St. Augustine, and host of, host of Faith on Trial, returning uh, to Iowa Catholic Radio on March 26th. We're going to talk about have we lost our sense of morality in the United States. It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq-demoin.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. 
We make printing easy. Are you suffering emotionally or spiritually after an abortion? At Intervisions Healthcare, we believe you deserve healing, forgiveness, and support. We've found that there are no quick fixes, but meeting with others who share the same pain can be a good start. To learn more about this healing ministry, call Intervisions at 515-440-2273, 515-440-2273, and ask for a nurse. Intervisions Healthcare, it's a safe and confidential place to begin the healing you deserve. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you to Tamiya and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya and Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya and Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TamiyaandSons.net. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells, and I encourage you to text us. I have the text line open, 515-223-1150. You can text us your question or comment, whether you agree or disagree. We would love to hear from you, 223-1150. My guest is Deacon Mike Mano, um, renowned attorney, famed speaker, <laughs> deacon at St. Augustine, you know, I also go over to St. Anthony. Oh, I didn't. I do the Latin Mass on Sunday night with uh, Monsignor Chido over there. So you speak Latin or you read No, it? I know enough Latin to distribute communion and to read the gospel in English. Okay. That, that was my qualification <laughs> for that. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, you have Faith on Trial that uh, is coming back to Iowa Catholic Radio 26, March 26th. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so we've missed you, Deacon Mike. Well, thank you. Uh, my blood pressure medicine was reduced significantly while you've you've taken this hiatus. Yeah, we tell people to make sure that they have their second cup of coffee and uh-huh. a bottle of antacid with them when they <laughs> listen to the program, because a lot of this stuff, you know, you yes. know where it goes. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I would I would text you all the time saying, yeah. "Oh, this is not a good yeah. not a good show here." <laughs> I wrote it's a great show. That's the that was the problem. So um, we are grateful that you'll be coming back here well, March twenty sixth. 
we'll be talking here a little bit about what your show topics are and and all of that good stuff. But I want to get into today's issues. Um, originally, I wanted to visit with you about the Supreme Court case. Okay. And you're like, oh, but there's been so many things in the news that we should talk about. And, and you ended your, your email back to me about um, this secularism, really, right, yeah. you know, at the heart of the issue. And, you know, that's what made me, in the intro, do a little Googling, you know, okay, I know what secularism is. Let me make sure I know the definition. And then all of these other links come up. Um, like Potter Stewart. I can't define it, but I know it when I see I know, it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know what secularism is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, it talks about, and I disagree, capitalism. I suppose some people might look at capitalism as one of these secular religions. Communism, definitely. Anarchism, fascism, all of those. Transhumanism, I thought was intri- interesting that they threw in there. Um, what is your take on all those isms? Well, all those isms, I suppose, for some people, have a place somewhere. But I think secularism is where we uh, we ignore our religious principles. We ignore what is truth uh, to look at something that uh, we hold to be um, more important. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it's a, a, a socialism, I really love grapes. Therefore. I'm going to live by the law of grapeism. Of grapeism. Or, you know, I, yeah. there are more than two genders. You know, uh, this is the type of thing that we get into yeah. with this secularism. And that turns into a religion in and of itself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we exchange our God, the God that made us, mm-hmm. for a God that we make. Mm-hmm. And not we're no longer made in his image we have a god that's made in our image now well, and that's where i was going with and that. i yeah. think good-hearted people can get sucked into some of these things because absolutely they, you know we don't want to treat anyone as less catholic church isn't saying you treat anybody no. as less because they may have a different sexual orientation right that church never taught that right but oh but we have to we go so far it seems the other way that then we start accepting you know who are who am i to tell them they can't love somebody mm-hmm. you know who am i to say that they can't spend a life dedicated to each other like i can because i'm heterosexual and so therefore you you become accepting of that ism and in in the process good hearted good hearted people then kind of lose their way yeah and we're not speaking the truth as clearly as we should Mm -hmm. be too because we can be good-hearted and good-hearted good-hearting them into hell you know if we're not correcting them Mm -hmm. you know because people need to be corrected good example is this transgenderism that's going on right now where people think that they can change gender uh general gender is 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 a product of of language Mm -hmm. but sex is what we're talking about biology Mm -hmm. and we've lost the sense that there's only two sexes but what we do or what we see being done is is these people that are claiming this transgenderism are being pandered to instead of somebody saying hey wait a second there there's a problem with some people we need we need to talk to them Mm -hmm. we need to figure out what's going on we need to help them overcome whatever problems it 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 is that they are having Mm -hmm. but instead we end up pandering to them and wanting their vote and wanting their dollar or whatever else it is that we're we're selling to them rather than trying to help them but you know let's go back 20 years 
Mm-hmm. Okay, um, thirty years, and you know when I was you well, can go back further than that for me. I, yeah, well, <laughs> me too. But you know when I was when I was growing up, if you lived together mm-hmm. without being married, you mm-hmm. lived in sin, right? Mm-hmm. And that was language that you used, and yes, it was judgmental language, mm-hmm. saying you know you are going to hell because of this. But fast forward through those, you know, forty, thirty, twenty, now, you know, now mm-hmm. to today. It's just accepted. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you know, and it's, and so I'm probably going to make some of my listeners upset. I, I have a son who has been, you know, they've been together for 15 years, three kids and a mortgage, but have never gotten married. You know, well, if I, if I tell them they're going to go to hell, I will never see them. Right. So, you know, I choose not to tell them that, though they know what my position is, and it does create a little bit of angst. We have to but. explain ourselves to people mm-hmm. in a pastoral way. We just can't go out and tell somebody, oh, you know, you're living like that. You must be going to hell, you mm-hmm. know. Just, you know, explain things to them. And, and don't expect people to come right over the fence to you immediately. Sometimes you just have to work on people. And sometimes they know. And pray. And pray. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, though, they knowing what you believe and yet you're still accepting them as who they are, a child mm-hmm. of God, will start gradually bringing them forward mm-hmm. and bringing them forward. And that's what we hope for. We don't need to be mean about it. We don't need to call them names or anything. But what we do need is to explain and articulate our position, what the church says about um, a gay lifestyle, what the church mm-hmm. says about a non-marital couple living together, and things like that. Okay, I want to go back to these isms because the ism that's being thrown out about in the political world, and I don't want to get into a big political debate with folks, but socialism and democratic socialism, and and to me that really is a definition of this secular religion where you know all forms of a, a deity have have gone by the wayside, and you know we're going to to have socialism solve all the problems of the world. All right. Well, socialism, of course, is rather than a, a political institution, it's an economic institution. Yes. And But what it does, it effectively will result in uh, the replacing of God with the state. Okay? People will look at the state for all their uh, needs, have all their needs met, and, uh, and it replaces God. We, but we, we know that doesn't work, it. yet people believe that it's going to. Yeah. Uh, and and that's what we're fighting against. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it is, I think, with socialism is people want to be taken care of. Well, they, sure, don't what, we all? What, what they don't but. understand is, at least in the American tradition, we're a do-it-yourself country. Mm-hmm. You know, we we get up and we go out and we do things on our own, and we we make our own way in life. And uh, and there's something to be said for that. Socialism is almost just the opposite. Well. We will take care of you now. The state will take care of you. You don't need to worry about getting insurance because we're going to cover everybody. You don't need to worry about this because we're, we're going to pay for all your schooling. Uh, you don't need to worry about this because we're going to take care of it. Well, that. So you're going to write a check for this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
That's nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, and that's what happens. And that's what happens. And so you take a little bit of uh, our own initiative, you know, what we would normally have, our own initiative to get up and go do things in ourselves. You take that away from people. Mm-hmm. And, and I think people then get lulled into feeling, well, I'm being taken care of, and, you know, it's Big Brother or whoever is taking care of me. And that is where I turn my attention. And so I don't focus on God who gives us free will and choices to make, uh, we focus on the state that gives us gives us our daily bread every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, But it's not Panera bread. It's white bread. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. You don't have those choices. And it's I, probably stale most of the yeah. time. <laughs> I read it? this uh, great analogy of socialism. A uh, professor um, was trying to teach this principle, and the students were all in favor of socialism. So he said, okay. Um, so the he said, we'll, we'll apply some of these principles. So they took a test, and the students that, you know, did really well, and the students that didn't do so well, they all got the same score. Mm-hmm. They all got a B plus. Mm-hmm. Well, then the next test, the students that had really gotten an A, like, well, I don't have to work that hard, you know, because I'm going to get a B plus anyway. That's right. And the ones that didn't work hard still didn't work hard. Mm-hmm. And now they were going to get a B plus anyway. Because they were going to yeah. get a B mm-hmm. plus anyway. And then it went to a C, and mm-hmm. it turns out he ended up failing the entire class. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, that is that is the mentality simply of how socialism works you even out everything for everybody and then there is no motivation there is no individual drive that's right not that i have a personal opinion about this issue but that's right yeah um yeah i just i think that this is you know you you talk about the road to hell is paved with good intentions and and socialism (laughs) yeah i think that's what it is And and i just wonder if not that I'm a doom and gloom kind of person, but are we on the verge of the collapse of our moral society? Well, what we found out, I think, over the years is that uh, uh, we can buy people's votes with tax money. A.K.A. You know, Bloomberg? And, yeah. And, and, <laughs> well, that's and, personal money. But. And, 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 but that's what we're doing. I promise you uh, I'll pay for your college. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, how am I going to pay for that? I'm going to pay for that with somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. See? So I've learned that if I open up the Treasury and start buying votes, I can be successful mm-hmm. as a politician. And we've seen a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, of recent. Well, and, and that's a 30-second soundbite. And, and, you know, I, I've quit watching TV. I only read, you know material from reputable sources in order to help frame my my conscience mm-hmm. on who I'm going to vote for um, because you know we as human beings can be so sucked into um, these 30 second sound bites where something sounds fabulous mm-hmm. oh I love that idea let's mm-hmm. get rid of all college debt this mm-hmm. is you know weighing down on society but you saw what happened to Elizabeth Warren when she had to explain how she was going to pay for it yeah <laughs> she dropped like a rock in right. the polls yeah and uh, and that's what is not explained to us uh, or to the general public and what this is going mm-hmm. to cost and know? who asks yeah I mean that's the thing we have to ask those yeah. questions yeah, well, why ask it might upset the apple cart and I might not get my college mm-hmm. paid for now yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, it goes back, I think this was an article that you wrote also, Deacon, about um, we have to look at um, all levels of government. We have a tendency to focus oh, on just the the presidential candidates and looking at their issues. But we really, as citizens, as informed citizens, we have to look at, you know, everything from the dog catcher. I mean, not that that I don't mean that as a, a minimal position, because thank mm-hmm. goodness for them. But, you know, 
um, you know, every position, where do they stand and, and, and what is their philosophy in life? Mm-hmm. And uh, you oftentimes don't get that on yeah, local campaigns. Yeah, and, and the, the tension in politics is usually focused at the top. Who's running for president? Uh, what their policies are, mm-hmm. uh, maybe who's running for the Senate or Congress. You know, a lot of people. If you go, if you go out in the street here, a lot of people wouldn't be able to give you the name of their congressman. They just wouldn't ask mm-hmm. people the name of the vice president. Half mm-hmm. the people wouldn't be able to give it to you. So Biden, not, right? They, yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, oops. No, uh, Vice President Pence. I Pence, was being sarcastic. Mike, Mike Pence, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so people aren't paying attention to the lower levels of politics. And so you have a lot of people that are being elected or appointed Mm -hmm. to positions in uh, county government, in state government, in city government that have a lot of sway over what happens with our lives. And yet we don't we aren't following those people. We don't always know who those people are because we really don't mm-hmm. care about it. I mean, the big news, whatever leads the evening news, you know, whatever Trump said or whatever Biden said or whatever Sanders said, you know, that that leads the news. But what uh, somebody working in the confines of the Polk County Courthouse is saying about a regulation or something, we don't pay any attention mm-hmm. to that. And yet it may be counterproductive to our way of life. And you see that a lot in the schools. You know, I've written mm-hmm. a lot about what's going on in schools uh, the transgenderism in school. We were talking before we went on the mm-hmm. air about this case up in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, you can be whoever you want. You can be school, whoever you want during the day. Tell just your folks. Don't, just don't tell your folks. But if you want to, you know, if little Pete here wants to be called Sue and use the girls' uh, bathroom, he can do that. At, but we, when when uh, uh, the parents come for Parent Teachers Day, we always refer to him as Pete and he, not Sue and she. And uh, but this is going on in school, of course shows you the um, uh, the ability of these people to make stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they tell the kids, don't say anything to your parents. Well, parents are going to find out. One, All you need is one kid, <laughs> and you mm-hmm. have a lawsuit now. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on. And uh, and they're uncovering all of this. And, uh, you know. Well, you talk about the isms, you know, mm-hmm. the the secular religion, you mm-hmm. know, that it's it's taking over and making those decisions at such a local level that it's not only impacting Pete slash Sue, mm-hmm. but every child in that school that is now confused about mm-hmm. life and they don't get it, mm-hmm. you know, and so they somehow think that it's okay and not okay and who am I and but I can't tell my parents. Yes, subsidiarity is a, is a Catholic principle to make decisions in the lowest mm-hmm. level possible. So the, the, the answer to that also is that understand what's going on on the mm-hmm. local level so that you can stand up for your rights, you can stand up for your religious beliefs, and you can stand up, most importantly, for the truth. Mm-hmm. Because truth is non-contradictory. It can't contradict itself. So if we're articulating the truth... Uh, at, at least we're getting the message out. People may not believe us, you know. The, as, they don't as, think it's the truth. They don't think it's the mm-hmm. truth, but, uh, and, and a lot of people don't like us, you know. Uh, but if they hate you, it's because they hated me first. Isn't that yeah. what the gospel says? Yeah. <laughs> Gee, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's, before we go to break, let's talk quickly about this Supreme Court case that was just heard uh, a week ago, two a weeks week ago. ago. Um, it's the June Medical Services versus Russo, and um, the oral arguments were heard. Uh, by the Supreme Court, and 
Um, if I if I have the snapshot right, it's uh, that abortion providers, like everyone else in, I believe it's Louisiana, need to have hospital admitting privileges, just like emergency right. um, uh, folks, so that if someone is injured in the process of their procedure, they can be admitted with their doctor. Right. Yeah. And this okay. is different from Texas case because everyone else in Louisiana that is a medical professional has right. admitting rights. Louisiana did does have a law that anybody operates in one of these outpatient uh, surgery centers mm-hmm. has to have admitting privileges. And what they did is they just included abortion clinics in that. Okay. Now, the case that came up out of Texas was the same type of thing, but what it said was the same as, I guess, Louisiana. You have to have admitting privileges uh, to a hospital within 30 miles of where your location is. Well, because of a number of things, uh, particular to Texas, what that did is that knocked out a lot of abortion clinics. Mm -hmm. So when it went up to the Supreme Court, what they looked at there in that case was that this really limits the ability of somebody to get an abortion in the state of Texas. Texas. It almost it, it mm-hmm. comes close to zeroing it out. Okay, mm-hmm. now we go to Louisiana. It's a little bit different story, but there's some interesting byproducts in in this case that came up too, which make interesting study in law school someday. Besides Schumer standing out in front of the uh, court, appearing to threaten, to he threaten, says I didn't threaten the yeah, Supreme Court, but yeah, it sure yeah, sounded like it. Yeah, ask Kavanaugh what threats sound like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what's going on there is that the case was brought by these uh, clinics, and uh, there were six doctors that were named as as plaintiffs, co-plaintiffs, mm-hmm. as, as the case went up. Uh, there were no uh, women that were named. There were n- n- nobody came forward and saying what's well, inhibiting my right or whatever. But it was four doctors or six doctors, something like that, and the clinics themselves. And that raised some interesting questions because this is set up to protect patients. So what they're saying now is as, they're, as, as the plaintiffs are coming up, the plaintiffs are saying this impacts uh, the right of a woman to have an abortion. But the women, women, but the women aren't complaining mm-hmm. or there were no women in the complaint. So what they're saying is they put themselves in kind of a, a contradictory position, mm-hmm. okay? They're claiming to speak for the women, yet they're challenging a law that's designed to protect the women. So there's a question of standing there. Mm. Can, do they really have standing to complain about this law because it's, it's the doctors and the clinicians that are challenging the law? And then you add to the fact that of the six doctors that are uh, plaintiffs in this, four of them already have admitting privileges at a hospital. Mm-hmm. One of them is retired, and one of them won't go get admitting privileges because he wanted to keep the suit alive. So, <laughs> you know, like I say, it, it, it'll make an of, interesting yeah. story uh, in, a, in yeah. a, a law school casebook in mm-hmm. a couple of years. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to visit, um, just wrap up this conversation about uh, if the Supreme Court um, uh, supports this case uh, as far as requiring admitting privileges, will this eliminate abortion in the United States, which there's some people that think that's the case. We'll chat about that when we come back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. 
Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Vitae Family Care is part of the Iowa Catholic Radio family. Pro-life physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages with just about every kind of need. Dr. McKernan lives his faith as a physician and is trained in NAPRO technology, allowing him to diagnose and treat many female conditions and even markedly reduce the occurrence of a miscarriage. VitaeFamilyCare.com Remember, Vitae is Latin for life. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com. Crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo, heard Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Confluence Brewing Company is a local brewery in Des Moines featuring seasonal and limited-release beers. They have cans and growlers to go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Live music is featured in the tap room. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio on the web at confluencebrewing.com. That's confluencebrewing.com. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Clouds moving in this afternoon along with low pressure, fairly mild, temperature around 50. We've got a pretty good chance of rain overnight, cloudy and about 40, and then a mix of sunshine and clouds tomorrow near 60. The weather is brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy, outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and my guest today is Deacon Mike Mano. He's an attorney, uh, deacon at St. Augustine, and host of Faith on Trial, returning to Iowa Catholic Radio on March 26th. And Deacon, we were. I want to wrap up this conversation about the uh, oral arguments that were heard by the Supreme Court this last week on June Medical Services versus Russo. And, you know, there are folks out there that think if the Supreme Court uh, rules in favor that the um, abortion clinics have to have admitting privileges, that this then could be the end of abortion in the United States as we know it. Is there any truth in that, any hope in that? Well, it'll certainly benefit one side or another, depending on how they go. Mm -hmm. And we're talking before the break, excuse me, about the... uh, um, uh, the the doctors that are suing right. uh, in in place of the of the uh, woman that's suing that changes the standard that the court would use to determine whether or not this law is constitutional from uh, a reasonable basis standard mm-hmm. to strict scrutiny mm-hmm. and and so and 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 that's one of the arguments that's going on there too is by claiming that these doctors are representing the women, they're changing from reasonable basis for the law to a strict scrutiny of the law. So that's a, a, another so that conflict. that we're going to have a, a thousand Supreme Court cases well, that will scrutinize every little nuance? Well, they, if they want to do it right, they ought to have some women who are looking for abortions yeah. as one of the plaintiffs. That, that's one of the fallacies mm-hmm. of the case. What it will do is it will either uphold for the people that are in favor of abortion, uphold the right of abortion, or what it will do for the other side is it will be a chink in the armor, the abortion mm-hmm. armor. And the big thing out of it probably is more in fundraising right now and and political than anything Mm -hmm. else. Uh, Because you can argue this case, you know, it it was argued one way with Texas and the Texas law was found to be unconstitutional. It's argued a little bit differently now uh, with Louisiana. And Louisiana, I think, has a good uh, 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 case for upholding the laws. It was upheld by the Fifth Circuit. Court of Mm -hmm. Appeals. So the appellants, the people who are appealing the law, are the people who are opposed to the law, not the people who are supporting it. Well, not that we have a shortage of hot topics, but let's move on to another one. All right. Euthanasia. All right. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, for or against? (laughs) (laughs) So it's Against. Can I go home now? Yeah, (laughs) you can go home now. Okay. Uh, In February this year, Portugal just approved the legalization of euthanasia for those with a terminal illness and less than six months to live because doctors are so absolutely right on that six months to live Mm -hmm. thing. Um, New Zealand has on its September 20 ballot a vote to legalize euthanasia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are the loopholes in that kind of a law? You know, what about those with limited mental capacity? Uh, let's just make euthanasia legal. And But if you have limited mental capacity, can your family just say, oh, no, it's terminal. Uh, they really are a pain in the, in the neck. I, let's, let's, we can euthanize them. Um, 
Is there any anything preventing? Uh, I mean, I, I, but uh, you know, I pull just pull out the antacids. I know. Yeah, I just get so frustrated with this. You know, let's just terminate folks if they become a burden. Yeah, it, it started with the concept of physician-assisted suicide. Yeah, yeah, and, they're splitting hairs. And and physician-assisted suicide. The concept there was that if you are, uh, if you have it, an, an illness. That and 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 the the typical way these laws were framed that will cause death within six months. Mm-hmm. You're eligible for physician assisted suicide. Well, what they don't say is that there are a lot of illnesses that people have, like diabetes, for example, that are perfectly treatable. Mm-hmm. They can be controlled for years and years and years. But if left uncontrolled, mm-hmm. you can die within six months. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of loopholes in that. Then they got to the point where the doctor would prescribe pills, okay, and those pills would be sent to you, and there would be nobody watching how you take the pills. And sometimes people were taking them improperly. Uh, Sometimes they weren't taking them at all, but somebody was maybe grinding up the pill and putting it in their oatmeal in the morning or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the, the deaths were anything but painless. Some of these people, you know, the idea was you take a pill, you go to sleep, and you just don't wake up. And and so it was very painless, very sanitary. What they but were, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. What they were finding is people were struggling with this. They were vomiting. They were getting even sicker. They were in a lot of pain. And so now they've kind of uh, moved from uh, giving you the pill to letting the doctor administer an injection. That's euthanasia. Mm-hmm. And so see the slippery slope that we're on. Okay. Right. And so now we're at euthanasia. And, uh, and I just got something... Uh, I found this on the internet the other day, yesterday as a matter of fact. Uh, in Belgium, 3,000 people were killed by euthanasia in, ni- in 2019, including one child. Okay, So they're euthanizing children. And there is a, a proposal in Parliament in Canada now to allow euthanasia for people who are mentally incompetent which means somebody else is making the decision mm-hmm. that you have to die. They may not be suffering from any physical illness, mm-hmm. and but they are a burden. But they're a burden, right? So let's we just, we yeah. Can, yeah, and and what they have is they have legal surrogates for mm-hmm. them, okay? And uh, and if so if you, have, if you are the guardian of a person uh, in this position, uh, when you make a decision, that's the de- considered to be the decision of the patient. Mm-hmm. So um, there we but, are. And again, it's again, it's just that slippery slope where you have the right to die, you know, from physician-assisted suicide, and now you have mm-hmm. the right to be put down by your doctor. So yeah, we're talking Belgium and Canada and New Zealand and Portugal, but the United States is not, uh, you know, lily white. In this. No, it's not. And there was an interesting case in Long mm-hmm. Island, New York, uh, a couple of weeks ago. A woman who had signed one of these advanced directives mm-hmm. that basically says, you know, if I'm unresponsive and comatose, yeah, do not resuscitate. Um, uh, she signed one of these things, and her son decided that the plug should be pulled on on his mom, and she said, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not comatose or anything yet. And another son went in and and filmed her, took a video uh, statement from her where Mm -hmm. she's saying, no, I want to live. I want to live. Well, the other son was given guardianship over his mother. He ordered the plug uh, pulled 
and it was she died, and now the judge has issued a gag order. Nobody can speak about it. That, that's New York. Yeah, well, and that's why we have an electoral college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's another. That's whole why issue. we have an acid tablet. That's so, right. Yes. So, are we? How close are we in the United States that this could become the law of the land? I mean, we've got. Um, let's see, uh, Washington D.C. and then California, Colorado, Oregon, Vermont. Maine uh, went into effect January 1, mm-hmm. New Jersey, Hawaii, Washington, um, Montana, Montana has it in certain districts because right. of the court ruling. So that's yes. a lot of states. I that's mean, a how, lot of states. I mean, will this become the law of the land? Uh, it depends on how the election goes, I think. Oh. I mean, there's one side that promotes death. Mm. And yes. not only death of children in the womb, but mm-hmm. euthanasia and everything that goes along with it. And uh, we just have to be vigilant and we have to understand where our candidates are mm-hmm. and we have to vote accordingly. Well, that's why you have to ask those kinds of questions and, right. and not just be mesmerized by the, you know, the glitz and glam, the bling mm-hmm. that may sound uh, too good to be true because it oftentimes is. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we need to take our final break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Faith on Trial. Okay. Your first show. Uh, how's it going to look? What's it going to be like? Um, you know, what your topics are. Do I need to get a double dose of antacid before yeah, I think March you do. 26th? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. The Christ the King book sale is March 27th to March 29th. Proceeds from the book sale support the parish library. Donations for the book sale may be brought to the parish office or library during open hours. Join Christ the King for their Friday fish fry after you shop the book sale on March the 27th. Join Christ the King for their book sale is March 27th to March 29th. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractors, serving Des Moines site work construction needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. The Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, March 13th at noon. St. Francis of Assisi Parish, Father P.J. McManus will discuss the power of mercy. The Divine Mercy is a way of life, not just a -a once-a-year holy day or chaplet prayed every Friday at 3 p.m. Father P.J. will challenge and inspire you to accept God's mercy and be men of mercy. 
Cheese and veggie pizza will be provided for lunch. The Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, March 13th at noon. St. Francis of Assisi Parish. Sign up at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available in their tap room and at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence has a beer garden for you, your family, and friends to enjoy. Confluence Brewing Company is located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company, where good things come together, ingredients, ideas, and friends. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. I don't see, I still believe. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and my guest today is Deacon Mike Mano. Uh, he has his show returning to Iowa Catholic Radio on March 26th, Faith on Trial. Um, today was a little bit of it, but you usually get into case study a little bit more on mm-hmm. your Faith on Trial show. We usually have uh, one of the uh, litigating attorneys on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, details. <laughs> get get the people that are closest to the to the issue. So, so March 26th is a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. So what is your show going to look like? Well, uh, this time around. It, well, yeah, we'll, see, we'll see how second acts go. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, you have a uh, chance to reinvent yourself that's here. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, Gina Noel will be back with oh, me. Oh, good. Yes. And uh, she was the original uh, co-host on mm-hmm. Faith on Trial years ago. We started in uh, 2015, 14, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, she was with us up almost to the end. And then mm-hmm. we had Pam Burdell come in. Right. Uh, Gina had some conflicts. Uh, uh, two daughters at home getting one ready for college and Details. business and all that. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and so Pam came in and and sat in for the last couple of months, and uh, Pam moved away. Pam and her husband moved away, and I'm I'm trying to locate them where they are because I'd like to get her back on the first show. Just That'd be to fun. say hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Gina's going to be back, and uh, and uh, as I was telling you before we started here, Gina usually asks the questions that most of the listeners want yeah. answered. You know, I get in the you get into that legal yeah, nitty gritty yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, but she asked, you know, well, how's the client doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they out of the hospital yet or whatever? Right. Yeah. And uh, But we're going to follow pretty much the same pattern we followed before. Mm-hmm. We've got some ideas for the first show coming up. Uh, I don't want to uh, excite anybody, but get your antacids ready because <laughs> we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to jump right into yeah. it. We got a couple of topics that we want to cover in the first couple of shows. Some of the things that we left off with uh, mm-hmm. two and a half years ago that will are now emerging. So let our listeners. There, we have new listeners that may have never had the pleasure of listening to Faith on Trial. Uh, share with them, if you would, kind of the 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 premise of Faith on Trial. You know what. Yeah. Um, the kinds of topics that you talk about and and what what you get into there are things happening out in society and in in courthouses around the country that really have an effect on how people of faith can practice their religion mm-hmm. uh, or not practice it as the case may be and those are the kind of things that we look for and we talk about things that uh, 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 will affect people uh, like uh, the ability of a small child in grade school to say uh, uh, grace over his lunch uh, some places they've tried to stop him all from doing All by himself it. at his table. Yeah, just sitting at his table, bowing mm-hmm. his head, and yet, you know, the 
reminder comes up, you can't do that. This mm-hmm. is a public school. You yeah, can, separation, and, church, separation and church and state. Separation of church and state. And yeah, we, yeah. we've seen over the years where zoning laws have been used to prohibit uh, churches from expanding or from using their facilities the way they would like to use. And it, a lot of it is, is, uh, is they go after these people because they are churches. Okay, Okay. I just yeah. have to throw in my sarcasm here. It's okay. like, really, the churches we can't use for anything except voting. Yeah. Yeah, they can be the polling place for everything. Right. You know, that's okay. Right. I'm like, really? Right. But a lot of, a lot of churches, uh, especially uh, evangelical churches, will have, uh, like, they want to put a daycare on their premises mm-hmm. or something uh, during the week. And, uh, oh, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's verboten. You, you can't do that. And mm-hmm. anyway, a lot of these cases end up uh, before the Court of Appeals and, they end and the up Supreme in the, Court. In the courts. They end yeah. up in the court system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we deal a lot with those. We deal a bit with abortion, abortion restrictions. Uh, we have a number of things that, that are coming. Coming up that we want to talk about what's happening to the Little Sisters of the Poor, for example. Yes. They're still back in court. People won't Wasn't let that go solved? of that. That was, yeah. the, it was solved by the Supreme Court. But nope, two state attorney generals won't let that go. And the poor Little Sisters of the Poor are back in the mix of things, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a lot of things. Uh, drag Queen Story Hour. Can you imagine that? Uh, your, your little tyke is going to Story Hour at the library. And they're drag queens that are teaching them how to twerk. Uh, you know, like I say, plenty of antacids. Bring plenty of antacids. I mean, if it's thing. someone dressing up as a Disney character mm-hmm. to tell a story, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it may be a, a male actor in a female costume. Mm-hmm. That's a little no, different. That's Shakespearean. I mean, Shakespeare, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not, I mean, when you say drag queen, that takes on a different connotation and, than uh, someone dressed up as a character. Yes, and whatever conjured up in your head, that's exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so are, will you address in uh, Faith on Trial any of these hot political issues that um, are a part of the presidential campaign. I mean, we don't ever endorse a candidate, of course, mm-hmm. uh, here at Iowa Catholic Radio, but there are a lot of issues that um, may or may not have made it to the courts yet, but are certainly issues that... Are you going to leave those to straight talk? No, well, we'll <laughs> leave some of them to you. Okay. <laughs> we have to leave some to you. I mean, after all, you have our hour, right? I yeah, know, you have the I original know. Time well, that you we know, had. I'm like... Uh, but, well, uh, uh, transgenderism in student athletics, mm. you know, that's a big thing right mm-hmm. now. Uh, and it is a topic in political discussion about whether uh, boys can say, well, I'm, I want to be a girl and, and run with the girls' track team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a problem, especially for the girls. Have and there been any lawsuits? Yes, there, are, there have been there a are. number of lawsuits that mm-hmm. are going on, and there are even more uh, coming, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But again, we talk about things at lower levels. You know, the, a lot of these things are decided by school boards or school principals that we're going to allow this to happen. And then uh, in, in, in many cases, the girls, the real girls that are competing in these events uh, get beaten by the boys who are playing girls, you know, mm-hmm. faux girls, as I call them, uh, because they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, mm-hmm. and they take home all the awards and the scholarships or the opportunity for scholarships mm-hmm. that are being denied to these girls. So that's going to be a hot-button issue that's coming up, too. Again, antacids are needed. Antacids are needed, So yes. can you give us a sneak peek of what you're going to talk about on March 26th? Uh, we're probably going to talk about all of the above. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, all we, of the above. We, we have not gotten the guest booked yet. I mm-hmm. was going to do that later. Uh, hey, we you get, got 16 days. When, when we get closer to, well, I don't want to book a guest three weeks out and then find that they forgot about yes, it while true. we're going back on true, the air. True. So, yeah. yeah. Folks, Faith on Trial returns to Iowa Catholic Radio. Their new hour will be Thursday from 10 to 11. And uh, as always, Deacon Mike Mano, you bring a wealth of knowledge to these topics and topics that are oftentimes never covered in uh, any of the mainstream media. That's right. And that we need to be informed and educated around these issues from sources we can trust. And even, even in what we consider to be conservative media, a lot mm-hmm. of them are not covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you Certainly. for joining me today, Deacon Mike Mano, attorney at law, uh, deacon at St. Augustine, and returning here on Iowa Catholic Radio on Thursday, March 26th, Faith on Trial is back. Uh, thanks also to our producers today, Jimmy Olson and Deacon Tony Valdez, and I'm Jean Wells, and today I'm asking St. Alphonsus Liguori, he is the patron saint of moral theologians, to help us all grow in our understanding of law, authority, and conscience towards a moral and just society. St. Alphonsus Liguori, pray for us. Iowa Catholic Radio and Straight Talk are on the air because of your prayers and generosity. I thank you so much. Please consider continue to keep us in your prayers and consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio online, iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk is live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. and rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Stay tuned now for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. God bless. Straight Talk every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio with Gene Wells. Brought to you by Blackbird Investments.